Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Hey, listeners, welcome back to the Bill Kasky Podcast. This is the Leadership CEO Executive episode for this week, and we're going to talk about everybody's favorite topic that nobody wants to talk about, and that's discounting the death of a business. Are you ready? Then brace yourself. Let's go. It's time for the Bill Kasky Podcast, a weekly show carefully crafted to help you grow your skills and your results in business. Now, here's your host, Bill Kasky. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bill Kasky Podcast. I'm so pleased to have you here. And by the way, I don't like to ask for this kind of thing, but if you would be kind enough to go to your iTunes subscription page underneath this podcast and leave me a quick note. I would appreciate it. It helps us get this podcast out to as many eyes and ears, primarily ears, as we can. And so if you'd uh, be kind enough to leave a quick testimonial, what you like, what you don't like, I'd be glad to take that into account as we develop new episodes for 2020 and beyond. I'm going to be doing what I call the Big Profit Series on LinkedIn. If you're not linked to me, find me and link to uh, me on LinkedIn. I'm going to be doing a video series on the, it's called Big Profit. And it's really, how do we infuse the right skills on our sales teams to be able to generate higher margins, bigger profit, higher profit margins? And so I believe there are some actions that your sales team might be taking now that is driving down profit. Likewise, and the good news is there's also some actions they could take that uh, move profit upwards. So we're going to be talking about that. I'm going to pick one today that I see all the time. And that's the idea of discounting. I said in the lead up that discounting is the death of a business. I don't know if it is. It's not helpful. And if you ask any financial accounting person, there's all sorts of tricks you can maybe play or a few tricks you can play with discounting. But the fact is that when you, let's say you have a $100,000 product and you discount it 5%, doesn't sound like a lot, does it? 5%. But if your margins on it are, let's say, 30%, then a 5% discount is about a 17% hit to margins. A 17% hit. Every salesperson, every VP of sales, every CEO should understand that. I know the CEO and the CFO are very well aware of a small discount in the price of a product leads to a highly discounted margin. And I think it's important that we understand that sales behavior has an impact on that. I know that you might not want to look at the skills of your salespeople and equate that to margin, but I have news for you. It impacts it directly. And today I want to talk about discounting a little bit and three things you can look at that I think will help in terms of not discounting as much or not discounting as deeply as you feel like you may need to to get the business. And I know 
We don't discount out of the goodness of our heart, typically. We discount because the prospect says, hey, if you can get this down a few points, if you can meet this number, then we'll do business. And of course, in our eagerness and tenacity to do business, we say, well, boss, you know, if we could just come down 5%, but that has a tremendous impact on the bottom line, obviously, and to the growth of your business. So we're going to talk about three things here that I think can help you. As you know, if you've listened to my podcast before, I believe there is a chain of events that occurs in any kind of sales process. And if you want to solve the problem that you believe you have, you cannot look at the problem. You have to look at upstream from the problem. Here's an example in a fitness world. I have had some knee issues lately. The knee issue does not relate to ACL or any kind of meniscus damage. I had an x-ray done. Dr. Klotweik, who also is a NFL doctor with the Indianapolis Colts and a really, really good surgeon, looked at the x-rays with me and he says, look, here's the problem. In both of your knees, you have very little cartilage. So uh, I've always hated this term bone on bone, but he said that's kind of what it is. And when you look at the x-ray, it's what it is. But he said, no, don't worry about that. He goes, you can live forever with bone on bone. There's no problem with that. The problem is that somewhere upstream, you are not stable, either in the hip abductors or adductor, never quite sure which one it is, in the glutes, the minimus and medius and maximus, in your quad and your hamstring. He says, if you get those things stronger and more flexible, you'll never have knee pain. I don't care how bone on bone it is, you're not going to have knee pain. If you don't get those fixed and get those stronger, those four areas, then you are a candidate for a knee replacement here in 10 or 15 years. He says, you don't want that. I can just tell you, I do them. You do not want that. So the point there is that it's not the knee that's the problem. It's all the things upstream from the knee that cause it to become painful. And I think it's the same way in sales, is when you look at the presenting problem, whether it's discounting or whether it's we're not closing a high enough percentage of the quotes we send out, it's never that. It's always something upstream. And I believe, and of course I believe this because I train and coach sales professionals and sales organizations, but I've seen it happen so many times where it's something that happens way upstream. It might even be the first call that a salesperson has with a prospect where You don't position yourself properly. And the rest of the process, you're trying to dig yourself out of a poor position. So this message is for CEOs, VPs of sales, anybody who's in a leadership position. Of course, salespeople can listen to this, as I know they will. But this is about profit. So let's talk about discounting today. There's three things you need to work on with your sales team if you want to fix the discounting, too much discounting problem. Number one, proper assessment. Are your people entering into the sales process with a good tool for assessing the issues the customer or prospect has. If they are not, they will not ever find the targeted solution that meets the targeted problem. And the customer, worse, the customer really never feels like your people understand their problem. For a buyer to buy, he or she must believe that you believe you can solve the problem. And if you don't understand it fully, what are the chances you being able to show the customer how you understand the problem? And they feel that, they sense that. And so step number one is you've got to do a better job in assessing, assessing the problem. 
I've got a client who has developed a very simple one page. He's not in a million dollar sale, kind of highly complex, high end sale. He's in a, I don't know, probably ten to twenty thousand dollar sale, but he has created a one page assessment, and it's very simple. The salesperson just walks through the assessment. At the end, the sales professional shares the results and shares what he's going to do based on the assessment, and that's that. And his closing rate is about 50 to 60%. So if you have a proper assessment, I know it sounds British, doesn't it? But if you have a proper assessment, then I think you're going to be able to show the prospect how clear you are about the problem. That's going to result in less discounting. Number two, proper rapport. As I've said, rapport is not showing up at your customer's office, looking at the mounted shark on the on the wall and saying, wow, did you catch that shark? Or seeing a picture of him or her playing golf and say, oh, you're a golfer, aren't you? That's not rapport. That's faux rapport. That's fake. There's nothing wrong with it, but that's not the extent of it. What is rapport? Rapport is a chemistry that happens between people when there is absolute trust. Absolute trust. If your people are going into the organization they're calling on, pitching, and persuading, and convincing, and doing all the things that an amateur salesperson does, and you've seen them, you might have even had them in your firm, but if you're doing that, you are not establishing good rapport. You've got to inspire trust, your people do, in the pro- with the prospect, and inspiring trust means that you are unbiased, you're giving proper counsel, You're providing good resources and good education to the prospect and expecting nothing for it. That's really the key. That's part of that absolute trust. Now, if you were to ask your people, are you establishing trust in the prospect relationship? Every one of them is going to say yes. But trust is deep. Trust is deeper than just hanging out with people and playing golf with people. You've got to understand what makes people tick. What are their goals and objectives personally, professionally? What are some of the issues that you find or they find is causing them the most, it, the most trouble? When you find those things out, you are establishing rapport and you cannot have any bias. You do not expect anything. If you start to expect, well, if I find out what's on his or her mind and I find the pain, I'll be, it'll be easier for me to sell them something. That's not good rapport. So are your people establishing proper rapport? And the third upstream element is proper positioning. I must have been British when I came up with this, all these propers. Proper Positioning. Are your people positioning themselves properly when in pursuit of a sale? Or are they hungry? Are they desperate? Are they starving artists? Are they convincers and persuaders? And they've always got some kind of a trick for everything the prospect says they've got a comeback for, they've got a trick for. No, that is not proper positioning. Proper positioning is when your people are skilled at dissecting the problem the customer has the goals they're trying to reach, and then guiding them through the sales process where the logical conclusion the customer has is to buy from you. There's no hunger. There's no starving. There's no convincing. You're not pushing your prospect through. Instead, they, the prospect, are pulling you through because they see such value in aligning with you a person who brings enormous value or a company that brings enormous value. 
So how are your people positioning themselves? That's critical. I know they will all say they are. This is not about what they say. This is about what they do. Are you able to hear their calls? Are you able to go out with them? In fact, I would even suggest you do a little mock role play. Bring a handful of them in one at a time and say, here, sell me the product. Sell me the product or solution that we offer here and see what it sounds like. And if you get this vibe that they're pitching and persuading and convincing, they are not positioning themselves properly. So the good news of all this, good news, it's all fixable. It's all trainable. It's all coachable. It's not unusual for me to go into an organization, a business-to-business sales organization, and find none of these things are happening. That's okay. At least we know what the issue is, and we know that the focus should be on profitability, less discounting. These are the three things that you need to look at. So I wanted to give that to you today. Until next time, I wish you adieu, a good day. If you want more Caskey, go to BillCaskey.com and you can get on his list or set up a time to speak live. And make sure you share this episode with your tribe too. 